0: Hi, I'm Time. And I'm Kellyanne. and we are the
1: mixture
0: of
1: the podcast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> new, new, that's all I'm saying. We keep yeah. it. we keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you pause. All right, all right. Okay. Hold on. Let us be serious. Nah, Before serious. we actually start the episode we have to talk about certain things Mm -hmm. first to begin happy thursday happy Happy day before day before the weekend yeah (laughs) um okay first things first definitely we need to like do some self-advertisement go and check out our youtube video we released two youtube videos this month Mm -hmm. and we are very proud of them and we would love if you could go on youtube and give it a like. Rewatch it if you watch it already. You know we need that views. <laughs> <laughs> like and share. And all things that are good. As mm-hmm. one. I'm going to plug it again. Definitely go and check out our Instagram. And if you are not following us on Instagram. Do that. Because all the news of everything good. And some bad news we post it on there and also you'll be able to access our link that has or our link tree should I call Mm it that has all of our like stuff so our youtube channel on there our instagram on there and wherever you could access our podcast itself so that's one and then the third one I have a some sad news, but not really sad because you know we happy about it. <laughs> but I know you guys will miss us. Next week, Thursday, um, we will not have an episode, so we will not have a new episode out next week, Thursday. I will also inform y'all on our Instagram, so definitely go on our Instagram. But we're just taking like a week off, just like one week off, because that is the week of our birthdays Ooh. <laughs> and happy Libra season because it's Libra season now when come out, I believe no not yet happy pre-Libra season <laughs> if it's not Libra season I'm not sure but yeah so that week next week we will not be having a new episode just to celebrate our birthday we just want to breast that we can also be very lazy when it comes to recording on our birthday because we would have things to do. Mm-hmm. So, just want to inform you all that next week we will not be having an episode, a new episode, because it is our birthdays. But that week we will have a takeover because it will be the last Tuesday in September. Mm-hmm. So, go on our Instagram to check that takeover. It will be a fun one because it is the Tuesday in between our birthdays. So, you know, there's a hint there to tell you what the takeover is going to be about. So, yeah, that's everything we need to talk about before the episode starts. So, now you can start the episode. Go ahead, try
0: <laughs> Okay, so for this episode, it's going to be... Really fun because uh-huh. we are doing something that you know we both like to do. Well, okay, uh-huh. I want to like the review something we like to do, but yeah, we both like to read, and so um, uh-huh. you know we've talked about this before that we are going to do like um our own version of a book club, uh-huh. and um, our favorite book we would read and you know just give a short review about it our Uh take and you know our recommendations like if we recommend it or whatever and Uh so you know we're just gonna go with it Kelly will talk about what she read and stuff like that and Uh I'll talk about what I read Mm -hmm. and of course we're not gonna give you all all the information in one episode (laughs) yeah of course not we have to break it into two parts so you will we will definitely have a part two um yeah so for now you're just gonna enjoy this part one of our book review so yeah um let's start with kelly <laughs> well, <laughs> like if it's have anybody, how like if you have somebody else <laughs> so let's
1: yeah, let's talk about Kelly, right? Kelly, what is the name most the book? Okay, um, I did To Kill a Mockingbird. I know me? what he was going to say. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go <laughs> ahead. This is okay. Listen, listen. Cheyenne says this because I talk about this book all the time. Yeah. I, like, anytime somebody be like, like anytime they would book come out, somebody I like to kill a market but they talk about <laughs> like this is one of my favorite books like all-time favorite books um and so that's why i chose this book partly because i read it already and i've watched the movie and i've listened to a bunch of reviews about this book that it was like it was a match made in heaven let me say that <laughs> um so that's the book i'm going to do uh Oh, I don't know if Cheyenne said this, but we are going to do two different books. Like, you know, a book club or a book review. Mm-hmm. It is always been the same book and people take we doing two different books, right? <laughs> so I don't know if Shannon you read this book already? I
0: think I I'm probably not the whole book, but I think I have to read it
1: for school. But I can't um, remember. True, eh? This is a book that almost everybody, I'm guessing, read for school. I'm guessing guessing um but like spoiler alert um just for disclaimer if you plan to read the book um or plan to read any of these books that we talk about today I don't think you should listen to this review because we're going to spoil the entire book just this part we're gonna do the like part ones or we're gonna split it in half or like divide it in half so, this half, we're going to do the first part. So, if you read the first part of the book, then you're good. But if you plan to read the whole book in one go, like a normal person, I don't think you should listen to this review until you read the books. So, I'm going to be talking about Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird, the best book out there. Okay. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Um, so first, I want to give a summary of the book because I've never done a review before. I've always watched reviews, and typically they give summaries of the book. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm trying my best. <laughs> um. So, *To Kill a Mockingbird*, written by Harper Lee in the in 1960, takes place during the mid. 30s, a.k.a. the Great Depression period in a small, in the small town of Maycomb, Alabama. Right? The story follows in the point of view of six-year-old tomboy Jean Louise Scout Finch throughout the span of three years and the significant character, and her significant character growth. Right? Scout lives with her brother, Jeremy Jem, and was raised by her widowed father, Articus Finch, along with the help of their kind black housekeeper, um, Calpurnia. Scout's father, Articus, is a prominent lawyer who encourages his kids to be empath- empathetic and just notably telling them that it is a sin to kill a mockingbird which is the title of the book right <laughs> love um so the both children like scout and Jem, has any children fast i'm not talk so much, like I researched this so much. So they both children fast and they know everything about their tongue, like normal children. So my little tongue that I live in, I know about everybody, know everybody name, know everybody business, and they were just like that, right? But the one thing that puzzled them was their neighbor. So they had a neighbor who was a local legend, local legend. His name was Arthur Boo Ridley, right? who never came outside so during their summer breaks scout Jem, and their neighbor's nephew dill um upon finding they found like items and other stuff in a tree hollow outside of boo's house yeah outside of his house and that compelled them to basically lure blue Um, Boo out of his house in the name of prejudice and superstition. So all while this was happening, so this was three summers, they tried to get this man out of his house, right? So all while that was happening, Articus defended the tongue black Tom Robinson, who was accused of raping Mayella Ewell, the daughter of Bob Ewell. And how that unfolds in a highly racist setting, racist and sexist setting, right? To Kill a Mockingbird is both a young girls coming of age story and a dark drama about the roots and controversy of racism and prejudice probing how good and evil can coexist within a small community or individuals. So that was a lot and a lot of research, and a lot of, like, me sitting down at my computer being like, ah, oh, this was, this is what this book was about. <laughs> um, But I honestly, honestly did know most, if not all of these things, and I remembered because um, during secondary school, my literature days, um, I wrote a report about this book, and I was like, hey, if I'm going to do a review, I should go and dig up my old English report. Man, I dig up that report. I found that report. I read that report and I was like, ew, I cringe so much because it was me like remembering how excited I was. I was like a little, oh, well, I was like 14, 15 year old, like researching stuff and reading this book. And I remember like I was never bullied for it but it was always like people being like Kellyanne why are you so obsessed with like reading and writing reports and like Kellyanne why are you always reading and like why are you so excited about this and I'm like y'all don't understand how good this book was and then everybody around me was like Kellyanne you like boring things and if I could say that I was heartbroken I was so yeah. that's lol well, yeah lol well, and so that's basically the summary of the book. So, I don't know if you want to do your summary first, Cheyenne if you have a summary. If you want to do that first before I get into like my review of the first part of it. You okay, do you want to Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Okay, well my show uh, my summary will be short. Um yeah, my summary will be very short because uh-huh. it's um short. All right, so let me just get right into it. So basically the name of my book is The Hate You Give. And it's by Angie. Hello, it's by Angie Thomas. Um
1: I think this rude to talk about me, yeah, but Angie she's gonna do that book.
0: Well, how? How did you know? <laughs> You really asked
1: him that question.
0: Yes, my I really head. asked him that question. Anyway, so The Here to Give, other known as mm-hmm. Thug, well. is basically because I didn't do no research like Kelly here. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> off of my head, right? Because I think I know the summary of the book. Um, right. Well. So um, The Here to Give is basically um about. Is a lot, a lot of racism. um, And it's about this girl, Star, right? And she's a uh-huh. mean character. So it's about this girl named Star, and she has a brother. I think she has an older brother and a younger brother. And Her uh-huh. mom and her dad, and they live in a typical um, place in America. I don't know the exact place. I'm not sure if it was, like, Atlanta or whatever, but... Uh, let's just say the ghetto side of it, <laughs> right? Wow. So the low, you know, um, where hmm, how to put it, where they usually have like a border between um, colored persons and like they have the next section with the big houses and you know the fancy school, private life and stuff like that. So although she lived in that neighborhood, she actually went to school in a private school. So she went to school in the other side, on the other side of the neighborhood. And so she mm-hmm. had a lot of, um, you know, white friends and stuff. But she also had a really good friend, um, like childhood friend, and his name was Khalil. And um, yeah, and basically, the show is about him being shot while she was in the car with him but a simple simple mistake that happens in the world today <laughs> just recently in america it happened right uh-huh. so um it's thought he had a gun there was really a brush and they shot him and he died on the scene and yeah so that's basically what the show is about i me mean, show <laughs> the only book is about and oh, so they go well true and they went on and on about like riots what things that happened after how she coped it, with it and riots happen, and did they get justice and you know stuff like that so that's just basically what the book is about. and yes it has a movie for it cool. mm-hmm. but the
1: book is better <laughs> so well, as always Tequila Mockingbird has a movie for it but the movie is really good like as an adaptation, it's good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so those, those were the summaries. So now we're going to move on to the review. As I said before, why am I talking my this? As I said before, we're going to split it in half because we are going to do a part two of this because it will be mm-hmm. too long to talk about the entire book and review the entire book. So we did it in parts and I am very blessed that particular mockingbird is separated into two parts part one and part two, which means that it has two parts. Why did I say that? Um, so, part one is chapters one to 11. So, chapter one is what chapter one to 11 is part one, right? And honestly, and I think they're separated into two parts because. Like, because of the two mockingbirds, right? I feel like I'm selling out a lot of things from the get-go. But you know what? Like I said before, you need to kind of read the book to fully enjoy this review. So they separated into two parts. For me, because the story itself had two mockingbirds. So the first part was about one particular mockingbird. And then the second part was about another mockingbird. And also, like, was about two different, like, themes. The first part, for me, was more, like, about the myths and about Boo and the type of person he is. And the stories that these children heard through the grapevines about this, like, horrible person that he was. And then the second part was bluntly racism. So I can't wait. Let me tell you all to get to the second part because, like, just like the book, Chey- um, the book Cheyenne was talking about, racism still happening. This book was based in 1930, and it had blatant racism. And then Cheyenne book was based like probably in like 2017, like late, way later. On. And it still has racism and still talks about racism. And just like last year, America experienced even more racism. Like, that's to tell you that racism never stops. It's sad. Never For stops. Real. So let me just go ahead and talk about part one before I get too caught up in part two. So like I said before, I believe part one was about like the first, first mockingbird which is boo um and it was about like these kids hearing like scout and Jem and dill hearing stories about boo and they had like the worst stories about him they heard that he stabbed his parents i believe i think he's like in one of these stories they hear that he stabbed his mother and that he was like out of control at his job and that is why he had to stay home and he could never come out and because of that and you know like little children always intrigued they fast to keep it blunt little children fast Very. and they will ask questions <laughs> and they would want to know about stuff and so because this was something like forbidden to them. Like if you tell a little child, no, they don't hear, I don't know. They'll hear, yes. Mm -hmm. So because these little children were told that they were not to bother this man and because this man was not coming out of his house and was not interacting with them and they just didn't know anything about him, that summer vacation when their neighbor's nephew came over and he was like let me do this like little prank to get him out of his house the children were like yeah let me do it like dumb dumb and dumber like dumb dumb and dumber and they basically their entire summer vacation was just a ploy to get boo out of his house and so that was the first half and like the majority of the first half but also the first half also had a lot of stuff about sexism um because Scout as I said in the summary was a tomboy and like this this is the 30s and feminist Cheyenne is going to drop out (laughs) (laughs) she was told that she, she shouldn't be wearing pants and by her aunt her aunt especially because she didn't um she lived in a house with two boys her father and her big brother so that's all she knew she knew to like be rough to wear pants but like when her aunt came over and was expressing to her father that she needs a more womanly figure in her life she just like oh she was so mad at her aunt for that like to tell her how she needs to behave like a boy. I mean, and she needs to be like a woman. Sorry, she needs to be like a woman, uh, a woman. She needs to dress this particular way, and like um, her housekeeper especially used to like dress up in like the pink and frilly stuff when when going out of the house. But she was also really nice to understand that the, the girl didn't want to behave like that. She didn't want to be girly girl. Like she knew, she knew what she wanted to be. She wanted to be a tomboy. She liked wearing pants, like being rough. Like she got into fights at school also. Think one time she punched her boy she was wild um so the book also with which is why i love this book like anybody that doesn't like this book i i don't think we could talk i love this book for that because it doesn't only highlight like one topic or like one theme you saw a lot of like different themes here so like sexism thing i was talking about racism prejudice mm-hmm. like just how how terrible stories could affect somebody's life, too. You also saw that. And another thing is, like, you get to see school, too. School was a good part, like, a not a good part of part one, um, but it took up a, a good bit of part one. And I remember, because it had a time, Scout went to school, and... Let me tell you, the is a six year old and she was reading the newspapers. Like, you know, any six year olds that read newspapers? You know, any children these <laughs> days that read newspapers? No, nope. Not me either. I just, just <laughs> watch horoscopes and the newspapers are sad. Um, But yeah, she was six years old and reading the newspaper. And when she went in school and expressed that she had this sort of knowledge, and this is the first grade. So she started in the first grade when she expressed that she had this sort of knowledge. Her teacher basically watched her in her face and told her to tell her father, who's a lawyer, mind you, this man's smart. If you want to teach his children, he can teach his children. Eh? She watched this man and um, she watched this little girl in her face and told her to go home and tell her father that he needs to stop teaching her because she needs to unlearn all the wrong things that she she has learned over the summer vacation.
0: And I was just like,
1: what? Because she, what? This is telling you, like, education system. That's what I was trying to say. This, This book also tells you about the education system. Like, wouldn't a teacher be happy that a student knows stuff? And it's not like she knows wrong stuff. She just She's educated. What is wrong with an educated woman? I oh, yo, The world. It sucks. It does. <laughs> it really does. Anyways. Um, what else do I need to talk about in this first part? I'm really trying to remember everything. From the first part, so I don't miss anything. Um, oh, let me talk about my favorite character. And then I'm going to talk about my favorite quote. And then I think I should be done. Should mm-hmm. be done. So my favorite character, nuts, because I'm racist, but Calpurnia, <laughs> the black housekeeper, was my favorite character. Like her aunt was a female dog. Can't kiss on here, so she was a female dog. But I would credit scouts like education. To her housekeeper. Mm Calpurnia. And I absolutely love this woman. Why I say I love this woman? Because she is like. It's sad that that. Has to be how it is. But she was just like the quintessential. Black housekeeper. I would guess. Mm -hmm. Which sucks. Because she was never educated. Like in those days. Black people weren't allowed to like go to school i believe i believe or like she wasn't allowed to go to school because she was on the older side i think at that time i believe more black people were allowed to go to like colored schools but she never had a lick of education but this woman was teaching scout to to read and write in the kitchen she, um articus had trust her so much with with his kids, that he, were, um, he was allowing her to basically teach them. And she definitely did that. She teaches how, how to not discriminate people. So uh, I want to talk about this, but I'm not sure if it is in part one. But one time she invited um, a little boy over. We will not talk about who the little boy is as yet. But she invited a little boy over for like a play date out invited a little boy over from her class for a play date right and this boy he is of course dark skin, and um oh wait no sorry this little boy wasn't dark-skinned he was he was a white boy this is important He's a white boy and he was like nasty and I guess he was like living in a dump so he like was smelling and stuff like that and out being like be the disgusting little girl she is um, she was telling the little boy that how she didn't even want him to be here I can't quote it exactly but it was more like, along the lines of like she was telling him like oh why are you behaving like that why are you be, uh, why are you getting on hungry for food and stuff like that and Calpurnia basically take her in the kitchen and was like if you have to behave like that or like behave disgusting and discriminate against people you could stay inside this kitchen and eat your lunch with me Like, what is the sense of, like, discriminating against people? She's, oh, I love this woman so much. Palapunia. She was, like, the boss, like, boss-ass female character that we needed in this book. After the rest of them was, like, be dainty and be be modest and, you know, Mm -hmm. walk like a woman and speak like a woman. She was, like, no love. I love you for who you are. You just need to know, like, certain social settings. And Scout learned that very quickly with Calpurnia because she realized that when Calpurnia was talking to white people, she would speak in a um, specific language. And I absolutely love that. This is one of the reasons I love Calpurnia. Not to be, like, two-faced, but just, like, with specific people, you talk a specific way. So, like, you know, if you go away like especially we trinidadians go away because i hear or like i heard from a lot of people that trinidadians have an accent accent and we just talk really quick that um, some american people can't understand us yeah. so like you know you'll go away and you'll talk a specific way when you go away but like when you're on the phone with family from trinidad your dialect just automatically come on like mm-hmm. i absolutely love that and california showed that where when she talking with white people she like, when she's speaking with white people. Lord, I should speak properly. When she's speaking (laughs) with white people, she speaks a certain way. But, like, when she's talking with Negro people, Black people, she speaks in that dialect. Like, oh, I love that. absolutely love that. So, I'm also going to speak about my favorite quote. But I'm not going to explain it now. I'm going to explain it in the next part. Why? Because I want you all to listen to the next part. So... During the summer vacation, the summer vacation, um, Scout's uncle came, or was this Christmas vacation? I don't know what vacation it was, but he came and he brought them a gift, which was a rifle, which I'm like, I don't know why he gave his little children a gun, but he gave them a gun and they were outside basically shooting at random. And their dad came out and he was telling them that how this is, <laughs> I know it. This is page 100. Why do I know this? But anyways, it was page 100 in the books. If you buy a book, you could go on page page 99 to 100. And he said, you could shoot all the blue jays you want if you can hit them. But remember, it's a sin killer mockingbird so I'm just gonna leave that quote here now and the next time I will explain what the quote means it's a really good quote honestly so yeah I am done with my review this was really hard go ahead Cheyenne have fun It
0: did a good job though like I'm proud hmm. okay okay Well, let's see how I do. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I'll talk really fast because the book is not that long, but okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's talk about The Hate You (laughs) Give. All right, so, um, so this book is, like I said before, is about. Um, you know, there's still, um, you know, how she witnesses her best, one of her best friends dying mm-hmm. in front of her eyes. So her will is basically shattered, like, to pieces, right, when she witnessed that. Because um, in the book, not only, w- that wasn't her first um, witness, like, witnessing someone die, when she was, I think, five or eight? I can't remember um or 10. <laughs> one of the age young she witnessed one of her really close friends um she died right in front of her and she died back from a drive-by right some random you know gang people was just driving by and just shoot and she was outside playing with her two friends and one of them got shot and died right there Well, she believed was right in front of her so she witnessed that and then um, so how she witnessed Khalil Lion was she went to this party with her, um, what is that? Her stepsister? Yeah, so she went to a party with her stepsister. Um, so when it says they went, she was like, she's kind of, I think she's like more like an introvert. So she didn't really want to go to the party, but it, I think it was either stay at home and see about somebody or go to the party and so she decided to go and um when she went her stepsister was like um being her stepsister she was very like outgoing and extra whereas star is like not about that life she just liked to be quiet in her own little. um and right so when they went to the party, it had, a, like, I think it had a confusion or a Bacchanal or something. And um she was, like, trying to get away from that or whatever. So while she was moving away from it, she saw Khalil, um, which she have not seen him in a long, long, long time, right? They haven't seen each other in so long. So when Khalil came, he was like, hey, star. And she, um, they talked. And so he was like, "You do talk to my game or you, know, you know stuff like that." And she was like, "No, I just never seen you in so long." And I think it, he was her first crush too. And then as soon as they started to burn, it had like gunshots went off in the place, so they had to. It had like a scatter and everybody run. Um, everybody run out the club or whatever they was in. So um, she didn't even know what her step like was, but she ended up in Khalil's car and they were driving and they were going home and everything was going well until um, they, oh wait, before that, he was playing um, Tupac's song, Tug Life, right? That's, I guess that's where the name of the book come from. So she was asking him, what does Tug Life mean? And well, he said they hate you, give and life, yeah, they hate you, give little infants after everyone, right? That's what it means. So, while they were in the car, um, police, a police car, like you know, came, and of course, they had to pull over, and being two black teenagers. She, like, get this instant memory of everything her father told her to do when it is police pull you over. Like, put your hand on your dashboard. Don't, um, don't look down. Look up at the police. Don't reach in your pockets. Don't go on your phone. Don't answer them back. Follow everything they say. So, like, things like that just rush through straight and her head. Until he was like, oh, what, the, what, what was the problem? No, and just, like, that. And so when says the police came, the police, of course, as usual, it was a white police and he shined the light almost like um what the, um, so, what he said? I think it either they run over a stoplight or they were speeding or something like that. And he was like, no, I really wasn't. And he was like, Yeah, you did. And you know, he wasn't complying. And so he told him to come out of the car. And when he came out of the car, he put his hands behind his back, like as to, you know, handcuffed him. And start pulling out her phone and start to record. And the police officer was like, hey, put out away, whatever. And um and then he went to his car to get something. And Khalil reached in the car and took out his hairbrush to brush his up like why would you do that? And she was like, no, don't do that. And as soon as she said, no, don't do that, um, she just heard the gunshot come on fire. And um, the police officer was like, where's the weapon? Where's the weapon? And she was like, what weapon? And well, he realized it was a hairbrush. And obviously, you know how that would look, but he's white. So of course, you would get like the sense of entitlement, or whatever. So after that whole chalala with them, um, she, he died right in front of her eyes or whatever and, you know, after that, her mother, her parents came, collected her and, you know, it was like a big thing for her because it was her best friend who she hadn't seen in so long too and so she was really shaken up about it and uh, now she has experienced that but now she has to go to school and pretend like everything is okay so she went to school and of course people would have seen the news but most of her friends like i said before in the summary are white and in a private school so you know a little, little rich school um oh her boyfriend also is white too but he's more like accepting and uh, well in part two we'll talk more about her boyfriend because he kind irre- of irrelevant right now <laughs> but um yeah so when it says she went to school um lots of persons were like um just talking about it, right? And so she was she was behaving different, obviously. She was moving different, she's moving away. Um, and then she had this one particular friend named Haley, and I feel like we all have Haleys in our lives, like just we all have Haleys in our lives. Like she just was so insensitive and uh just annoying. <laughs> So she's my le- least favorite character in this book, and I wish she just died. But you know, it was just always come true. But yes, yeah, so she, um, she, they were like doing. I think it was like just um, playing some game. I'm not sure if it was basketball or something. I think it was basketball. They were playing, and Haley told Star to get ahead in the game, and she told she made a comment. I was like. Pretend it's fried chicken. You don't know how to pass it along. And I think Star felt offended about um, by that because obviously fried chicken and, you know, it's associated with black culture. And so when she said That's that, hilarious. when she said that, she was like, bro, Haley, like that was kind of like racist. And they had a whole thing like, no, that wasn't racist. I just see fried chicken. She was like, nothing wrong with that. And so Star wondered if she was, like, being bad because she thought Haley was being racist. No, Star, you're not bad or terrible. Haley is just a poem. So, yeah. So um, she also had another friend. I think her name was Maya, right? Um, but she was Asian. Oh, look, a good friend mix. <laughs> Typical mm-hmm. friend mix in America. Black, Asian, white. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Maya was Asian. All right, all right. So, um, right, so after that, she, you know, she didn't want to be seen as the girl who, um, like the typical Black girl. So she was trying her hardest not to be that type in the school. And so everybody thought she was cool. So, so she didn't want anything to take away that reputation from her. um mm-hmm. So um, when it is, um, they started talking about... Khalil, cause um they noticed how she was acting differently, and they said doesn't have to do anything with that that drug dealer, right? For example, that drug dealer we saw in the news who gets shot, and so she was like, "Wow, this is who he is to them, right? A drug dealer." So if if they know that I was in the car with him, what would I be? That just typical ghetto girl, you know, alignment with drug dealers, and so um like I said, she didn't want to ruin her reputation, so. She didn't say that yes, it was Khalil. She said no, it's not that Khalil. Um and stuff. So I think she ended up going by the um, if all those people in the school. Who does talk to you? Therapy, psychic, no, psychologist, no. Um counselor. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, counselor. Thank you very much. <laughs> so she went to the counselor which she didn't want to do because she always feels like you know that one black child who has ghetto problems who have to go and see a counselor because she experienced that. death and so that was basically her life and she had a lot of breakdowns during this book it had it had um well, the book have five parts, and I'll just be doing one to three, right? So I basically covered one to two, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she had a lot of breakdowns in between. Um. Was like life not fair and da da and she needed to speak out because she finds it unfair because they wasn't getting any justice. All right. Even when it was on the news and when the police went to trial, nothing came out of it because they were saying like the switch. Switchy saw him was like the police is so scared to his life he's afraid to come out his door because people want to um raid him or um, um want him to lose his job and he have a family and you know at that moment star did not care about the police officer because she was like he didn't even wait or nothing clearly Khalil didn't look like if he was aiming at him because he took the brush out and so his Thing was obviously it was self-defense he was like well I saw this guy reaching his car for a quote-unquote weapon so obviously I'm a you know shootback so um because of that she didn't like um how everything was going on also along with that her stepsister father and a gang like he's one of the biggest gang people in the community where she lived right so it have this saying well i think it's i think everybody knows this thing like sn- snitches get stitches so uh-huh. um but uh, well, what did you say that for oh right right because right, right. before khalil died he was um that period of time when she happened when she didn't see him for a long time. I think Khalil was doing like duty work for some of them just to get some money because he was just living with his grandmother and she had no money. You know, they were poor and stuff, so he was just doing that to, you know, get money, right? Even though it was bad. So um, but he didn't want to stay in it, he wanted to come out of it. But the fact that Stan knew that. Her stepfather was, like, behind her, making sure she didn't say anything, like, Kelly used to work for them. Because, you know, well, he was underage, obviously, and they could kind of get in trouble. Well, not kind (laughs) of, they would get in trouble, if that's the case. So, he was, like, also behind her, making sure she don't say anything. But Star was just mad at everything, and mad with the, the police officer who didn't, who wasn't getting anything. And the fact that her own people wasn't really doing much either, on just every day or not every day, but you know, a good bit of times, one of their own dropping them down dying. If it's not gangs, it's, it's police officers, you know. So she was like, We need to live and encourage each other, not kill each other. And so all our positivity, the gang has to did not like that. And he was like, No, 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 you need to like, not come out and say anything about the gangs like talk about Khalil that and your friend and your witnesses that fine but leave us out of it and so she had an interview but I would not talk about that because that was really second part so when she did the interview she said some things and I think it had like a slip up and in that slip up we um in that slip up, right, she mentioned slightly that he was a part of a gang, right? And so, even though they distorted her voice and didn't show her face, it ob- they obviously knew it was that. And so, they was like, oh, so she playing mad. She wants to say something. So, they, like, started to send out threats. And even one night, they were, like, Star so was home with her family. And Akai just drive-by, she- like they had a long, a loud screech and then the gunshots and like shoot inside people's house. And yeah, and then they had to like go down the ground, but they didn't stay there anymore. They went by the mother, um, brother. Her brother lived in the rich part of the community. So yeah, so that was basically the first part. In the second part, we, um, the book will give more details as to. What happened to her after, like, did she speak out eventually? What happened with all the riots? Was it, like, um effective or not? Did the gang leader, her stepfather, did he get in trouble? You know, all those questions, those questions that you probably wonder. <laughs> we'll talk about those in part two, because that's about to part one, because it ended where they left to go and see by her uncle. And yeah, and her uncle actually, her uncle and her father didn't really used to get along well because her uncle always used to say like, take them children out to the ghetto and you'll bring them in this life so they could have a better life. Um, you know, but the father wanted to stay true to this community and he had a shop there. All right, that's that's the main thing. He had a shop. He had a shop there, like um, what you call it, like a convenience store, mini minimart kind of thing. So, yeah. So a huge part of them was in that community and they didn't want to, like, leave it because, you know, they wanted to, like, support each other and, yeah, bring each other up. And, well, if, when you have gangs in a, in a place like that and young boys who probably broke have no money, they have nowhere else to go to but to these gang people. So that was... Part one of the HUQ. I really like this book because when I first saw, I think I saw the trailer for the movie first, and I was like, no, I need to, I need to read the book because I knew it was gonna have a book first because obviously the movie came after the book. But um, I saw the trailer and it reminded me that oh my gosh, I need, I need to read this book. And so as soon as the book came out, not as soon as, but it was still new because it was still like, it still had on the shelf like a good bit. And I remember buying it for myself as a gift. And I was like, oh, I'm going to treat myself because I've wanted this for so long. So I read the book and then I watched the movie after, which was, it was good. Like the movie was good. I like Star's character, like I like her the actor, the but, but... I dislike in movies when they change up Susan things characteristics about the individual character. Like, oh, like how, like you know, they have like specific details in the book and in any movies. Like, no, that's not how they said they look. Like, no, I really dislike that. It 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 was depressing <laughs> to see that her brother didn't have locks. Oh, it was like. Why would you do that? If the if this if the books say they had this, get somebody to ask it. But anyway, so yeah. Stop no. That was that was my review. Um, yeah, for part
1: one. Yay. But- good job, good job, good job. <laughs> Honestly, I've asked about this book a lot. Um, but I've never read it. Really? You should have a read. It's really good. The, I- yeah, I've never read it, nor have I watched the movie. So, <laughs> so kind of, not really, But I've heard about it, and I and I feel like I haven't read it because, like, I know the story. I've heard the story. We've lived through the story. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like that's why. But I might, I might pick it up and read it sometime. Hopefully maybe not (laughs) but i don't know um but that was the first half of the review from us for our both respective books you've heard a lot of good things so please stick around we will be doing the part two not sometime soon but it will come Mm -hmm. you have to stick around to hear that And I guess in the part two, we'll also give like our takes and like what we took away from each book. Or you want to do that now. You wanna do what you take away from like the first half. But I can't I can't Um, well we we
0: could we can do overall at the end for part
1: two. Yeah, yeah, I feel that would be the best because then the takeaway would be the same thing because I would just be taking away from like the entire book. So Yeah. yeah. Anything else we'll talk about because I feel like we finished your review, so we finished your first part.
0: Yeah, no, we finished.
1: So now <laughs> we <good. both>.
0: okay. <laughs> we did, we both did the job, so
1: yeah, I a well, understandable because it's books we both love.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, and I feel like because we like it's on well, read <laughs> it already, uh-huh. it went by a little okay, we. Probably if it
1: was new, yeah. If it was new, like we now read the book, then yeah. Yeah. I feel like the next time we do this, like if we take it back up next year, we will do like new books so we'll be able to get like our feels Mm -hmm. about it. I know because I'm very terrible when it comes to reading a book. Like my takeaway would just be like totally different from other people, which is weird. Anyways. True. <laughs> Mom, you don't need to agree. Yeah, and I'll probably out.
0: finish that book in a week and you might still be reading
1: it. Yeah, true. Oh, like listen, that's a crap I'm out here to support all the slow readers. I'm here. <laughs> I will be the face of all the slow readers because I know it is be tough. I have a book that is like resting on my table that I have not picked up as yet, and it's terrible. I really want to finish reading it. Mm-hmm. Long sigh. <laughs> Anyways, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, this has been a book review episode. Stay tuned for okay. part two. Definitely coming soon. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Don't forget I'm Ken.
1: And I'm on And we To Make sure to podcast. Bye!